Welcome to episode 50 of the I Want to Party with Bob Bobcast. In this episode, I have something special for you, kind of a special episode. This episode is a trivia contest brought to you in part by Paper Street Cuts Records. Prizes for the contestants besides Paper Street Cuts were also provided by Dead Broke Records, Rad Girlfriend Records, It's Alive Records, Drunken Sailor Records, Recess Records, and La Escalera Records. Truly, truly an all-star cast. I know. This whole episode came together a little bit like this. I asked some people on the uh, I Want to Party with Bob Instagram and Facebook pages if they would like to take part in a trivia challenge for some prizes. And the people you're going to hear from here in a little bit in the contest part of this episode answered that rallying cry, yes, that call to duty, whatever. There are going to be a total of six people taking part in this episode split into two teams. The teams were separated by trivia skill level, kind of a self-rated thing, a self-rated scale. Actually, it worked out pretty good. I'm, I'm happy with the results for sure. Yeah, it came out really good. I'm very, very happy with it. Team A was Amanda, Cesar, and Duncan. Team B was Matt, Paul, and Josh. I'll introduce you to the individuals in the teams before their rounds start. They're all super, super rad people. Some of them have been friends for a while, and the rest are now new friends. So there you go. I asked each team a total of 21 questions. The first 10 questions were about ghosts and paranormal stuff. And you'll be hearing from Team A on that subject. The second round of 10 questions were about punk rock. And you'll be hearing from Team B on that subject. The final questions were about pop culture, some kind of a pop culture subject. Each team got a single different question for that subject. For scoring, each question in round one was worth five points. Round two, each question was worth 10 points. And the final or round three question was worth 20 points. Did you get all that? You copy? Okay, good, good. Yeah, confusing as shit, I know. By the way, this is the same format that I use for my other podcast. I do have another podcast, the Great Rock and Roll Trivia Podcast. Uh, check it out. There are only three episodes out right now. They're great. There's Lousy Advice, the band Lousy Advice from Sacramento, California in the first one. The band Liberty and Justice from Houston, Texas in the second one. And the third and newest episode is Grumpster from the East Bay of California. Like, great. All those bands are fucking fantastic. Absolutely great. There are only three episodes of the Great Rock and Roll Trivia Podcast out now. There will be more coming out soon. Keep your eye out. If you want to listen to it, just search for the Great Rock and Roll Trivia Podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. And there you go. So if you won your team's round, if you won, if you got more points than anyone else in your series of rounds, you would win a prize package in this contest from Paper Street Cuts Records. Plus, there are a bunch of Bobcast stickers and buttons and bottle openers and stuff. All of the participants in this did receive a download code for the full-length album of their choice from one of the record labels I mentioned back near the beginning of the episode. Pretty rad. Thank you so, so much to all the labels that worked with me on this and provided prizes for the contestants. Super, super rad. I really, really do appreciate it. In between and around the trivia stuff, We'll be hearing a little about all these fine record labels and some of the fabulous records they have released. The last thing before we get to the actual trivia stuff, interestingly enough, interestingly enough, the winners of each of the different rounds from each team just so happen to be members of bands. Eh, very interesting, right? Yeah, very, very interesting. So in this episode two, we will hear some music from each of the winners' bands. That's pretty rad. No, no, no. It wasn't some kind of fucking setup or any kind of bullshit thing to promote their bands or 
you know, just get an excuse to play music. I'm sorry. It really wasn't. It looks, it might look that way, but no, it really wasn't. That's just how it worked out. Honestly, time for some trivia. First, a few words from our friends at Dead Broke Records. Then I will come back, introduce Team A, and on to the contest. Stay tuned. Dead Broke Records is an independent DIY record label based out of Long Island, New York, that offers some of the world's greatest music, Adult Magic, Porcupine, Iron Sheik, Canadian Rifle, Fleshies, Shell Shag, Hidden Spots, The Globs, Toys That Kill, Radon, Basement Benders, and so, so many more. Go to the Dead Broke Records website at www.store.deadbrokerecords.com to see all the amazing releases that Dead Broke has to offer. Not only has Dead Broke Records released a ton of amazing records on their own, Dead Broke is also a distributor of music with hundreds of DIY punk rock's finest releases available for purchase. You can also visit Dead Broke Records' Bandcamp page at www.deadbrokerecords.bandcamp.com. Now that's Dead Broke, R-E-K-E-R-D-S.bandcamp.com to preview some of the Dead Broke Records releases and also purchase them online on the Bandcamp site. What are you waiting for? Head to Dead Broke Records' website or Bandcamp page and get happy. Dead Broke Records, independent, DIY, and punk rock music's finest record label. Let me introduce Team A to you now. First up is Amanda. Amanda Bones from Hell to Pay Management, owner of Country Cross Stitch and lastly drummer and vocals in bluesy country band This Debacle. A very sleepy North County middle school secretary by day and Stitcher band manager every other minute of the day. There is no rest for the busy. Amanda also manages several bands, Blind Mountain Holler, The Sun in the Mirror, The Oxen, Oak Top, and This Debacle, her own band. Most of the bands are from the general San Diego area, though Sun and the Mirror are from Everett, Washington, and Oak Top is from Humboldt, California. Next up is Cesar Ortiz, who I've known for around 10 years. Cheese is a rad dude. Here's his intro in his words. I'm Cesar, but my friends and family call me Cheese. I'm from L.A., but live in Portland, Oregon now. I'm a cook. I drink a lot and listen to records. All right, Cheese, great. Last but not least, we have Duncan. Duncan didn't provide me with a bio, so I'm going to make some stuff up about Duncan. I'm just kidding. I stalked Duncan's Instagram profile and came up with this. Hi, I'm Duncan. I like pinball. I like music. I live in Oregon. I have a rad poster of the band Gate Creeper. That's an Arizona a death or black metal band that fucking rules. In my house, you killed my father. Prepare to die. No, he's not Inigo Montoya. It's Duncan. Sorry about that. So that's Team A. Let's hear a little bit from Rad Girlfriend Records real, real quick. Then on to round one and team A of the I Want to Party with Bob Trivia Challenge. Rad Girlfriend Records is an independent punk rock record label from Dayton, Ohio, 
that has quite the impressive list of releases. Here is a small sample of bands that have releases on Rad Girlfriend Records. Dead Bars, The Raging Nathans, Loose Behavior, Spells, Big Sad, The Slow Death, Chagrin, The Dopamines, Robot Repair, and so, so many more. I would be reading a Stephen King audiobook length message to you if I had to list all of the incredible bands that have releases available on Rad Girlfriend Records. You can check out Rad Girlfriend's catalog releases on the following websites. The Bandcamp site is www.radgirlfriendrecords.bandcamp.com or www.radgirlfriendrecords.storenvy.com forward slash that is www.radgirlfriendrecords.storenv.com forward slash rad girlfriend records sells more than just their own releases however they have hundreds of releases available in their distro catalog on the rad girlfriend records.storenv.com website as well don't forget the t-shirts they have several designs of t-shirts available on that rad girlfriend's store envy site as well check out rad girlfriend records you will be glad you did All right, well, welcome to the I Want to Party with Bob Trivia Challenge, everybody. I have uh, my old friend Cheese here with us. Yo. My new friend Duncan and uh, my new friend Amanda as well. So, hi. Hi. So, you guys, you all have buzzers assigned to you. Let me play those for you right now. So, Cheese, this is yours. All right. Okay. <laughs> Duncan, this is going to be yours. Okay. And uh, Amanda, this is yours. Okay. You got a little cartoon running thing going there. All right. So, <laughs> so round one, question number one, the Winchester house in San Jose, California was a work in progress for owner Sarah Winchester beginning in the year of 1884 until Sarah's death in 1922. Many have said that the ghosts that supposedly haunt the Winchester house all had one thing in common, a violent death caused by what? All the ghosts in the house had one thing in common. They all died a certain way, according to legend. shot by the Winchester rifle. Boom, you got it. You are correct. You are correct. Question number two. There have been several paranormal investigations at a supposedly haunted house in the city of Villisca, Iowa, where eight people were found murdered in 1912. What kind of weapon was used to kill these eight victims? Murders. Axe murder, known as the Villisca Axe Murders. Yes, yes, yes. Question number three. Amityville, New York, was home to a highly chronicled and some say sensationalized account of a haunted house. What event is said to have led to the Amityville Horror House becoming haunted? brother 
killing everyone? Yeah, that I'll take it. I'll take it. It was the mass murder <laughs> of the DeLeo family on November 13th of 1974. Yeah, the brother went nuts and killed everybody in the house. So, yeah, you got it. All right. Question number four. A house built in 1857 in Old Town, San Diego, has been called the most haunted house in America. Name this house. The Whaley House. The Whaley House. You are correct. You are correct. All right. Question number five. Let's uh, haunt San Diego for one more question. In the year 1892, on Thanksgiving Day, a young lady named Kate Morgan came to town, but she never left. Five days after arriving in San Diego, she was found dead of a gunshot wound to the head, and to this day, she is said to roam the halls of what famous location in San Diego where she died? Coronado Hotel. Close enough. I'll take it. Yes, the Hotel Dell. It was the Hotel Dell. Question number six. Time Magazine called this floating hotel in Los Angeles County one of the top ten most haunted locations in America. This is multiple choice. What is the name of this ship? Is it A, the Queen Elizabeth, B, the Queen Victoria, or C, the Queen Mary? The Queen Mary. The Queen Mary. You got it. Question seven. There is a doll that resides in Ed and Lorraine Warren's occult museum in Monroe, Connecticut. This doll has been accused of some pretty bad behavior for an inanimate object. What is this doll's name? What is her name specifically? You got it. Annabelle, it is. Annabelle, it is. Question number eight. We're going to have another doll question here. Key West, Florida is home to another doll who has been attributed with many not very nice qualities. Uh, Moving around the house he lived in, staring at people walking by outside of the house through the attic window, causing all kinds of misfortune to people who disrespect him. What is the name of this doll? I just saw this episode too on Ghost Hunters. Oh, did Ghost you really? Adventures. That doll's fucking. Yeah. He's gnarly. It's fucking crazy. Oh, yeah, gnarly. And the, the the doll, you know, you saw pictures of him or, or whatever, right? Yeah. He's fucking scary. And like scary. that lady that got in an accident right after leaving. Yeah, yeah. Or some shit. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah, all kinds of crazy, crazy stuff. Yep. You can't remember. I don't remember his name. <laughs> no. no. Anybody else? No. Nope. It is Robert the Doll. Robert, look That's up right. Robert the Doll when you get a chance. <laughs> it's he's creepy. Like a big Navy dress. Doll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's wearing like a little sailor suit. Yeah. That name is not terrifying. Oh he no, no. Like, oh, hello, Robert. I know. No, but I know. He is. Oh, that doll's <laughs> fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> like you can't take pictures of it without permission or something. No, if you do, yeah, you have to. Add, you're supposed to that ask the doll. Curse you. Yep. 
Yeah. You got to ask the doll. You got to be nice to the doll. If you're not nice to it, supposedly you get cursed. Like if you laugh at it, you'll have like, you'll like, you have to, like completely respect it. Like, totally. That's crazy. I know. That's a rad story. It's gnarly. Question number nine. The supposed demonic possession of Roland Doe, also known as Robbie Mannheim, in 1949 became the inspiration of what 1971 best-selling novel, then 1973 hit movie? The Exorcist. You got it. The Exorcist it is, yes. Question number 10. There is a ship that can never make port and is doomed to sail the oceans near Africa and Australia for eternity. Seeing this ship has said to have been a portent of doom for the sailors beholding this ghostly ship. What name does this ship go by? Nobody? Nope. Nope. All right. It is the Flying Dutchman. The Flying Dutchman. Oh, oh yeah. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> final round. Final question. Just one question. This American singer-songwriter was born on December 13th, 1989, and is one of the best-selling music artists of all time. She has sold over 50 million albums starting with the 2006 album named after herself, a self-titled record, and the latest record, 2019's Lover. You'd have to be moving through life very quickly. That's a clue to have missed out on this performer's music. Who is she? What is her name? Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift it is, Duncan. All right. <laughs> Good job, man. Good job. All right, Duncan. So 20 points for you. Duncan, you have a total of 30 for the whole game. Valiant effort, I would say, for sure. Cheese, you have 40. So great. And then Amanda, yeah, you skunked the boys this time. 75 points. So good job. All right. All right. Well, thank you very much, guys. I really appreciate you coming on. And, yeah, I'll, be, I'll talk to you guys soon. All right. Thanks so much. Have a good one.
Escalera Records is an independent DIY record label from San Diego, California that has a huge assortment of releases. Here is a small sample of bands that have releases on La Escalera Records. Sebende, Square Crow, Pity Party, Casket, Western Settings, Bastards of Young, EFMK, and so many more. You can check out La Escalera Records' catalog of releases on the following websites. The Bandcamp page is www.com. LaEscaleraRecords.BandCamp.com or go directly to the La Escalera website at www.LaEscaleraRecords.com On the La Escalera website, you can find news about La Escalera bands, a huge selection of clothing, vinyl, CDs, and cassettes. Also, check out the sales section of the LaEscaleraRecords.com store site for some amazing deals. La Escalera Records, without each other, we have nothing So as you can see back at the end of that trivia contest, Amanda was the winner of Team A. And the song at the end of Team A's round was the band that Amanda is in by the name of This Debacle. And the song is titled Leaving Texas. Good stuff. That's great. I love it. Team B is here. The A team of trivia. Wait, hold on. That's confusing. Team B is Matt, Paul, and Josh. Let me introduce them for you real quick. Matt's an old friend. He really is an old friend. I've known him for a long time. Here's Matt in his own words. I'm Matt, and I occasionally sing in Madison Bloodbath. I live in L.A. with my wife and child. I work at a music venue, and I despise 97% of everything that comes through the doors. Yes, Matt, I don't blame you. Next is Paul. Paul is also someone I've known for a very long, actually a really long time, since the 1980s, like the early 80s. Paul did not give me a little bio, so this I wrote myself. My name is Paul, and I grew up partially in Escondido, California, where I met the future I Want to Party with Bob, Bobcast host Bob. A lot of bobbing going on there. I like punk rock music, and I have since the early 1980s. I currently live in Fresno, California, and own a record store called Rage and Records, which is located at 1118 North Fulton Street in Fresno, California. Rage and Records can be reached by phone at... Area code 559-369-7274 or via email at Ragin, that's R-A-G-I-N, records at yahoo.com. And last but not least is Josh, who also did not give me a bio. Prepare to meet Josh in my words. 
I'm Josh, and I live in West Brookfield, Vermont, where it is cold as fuck during the winter. I host a radio show on WFVR-FM Royalton Community Radio on Saturday nights from 9 to 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time called Nocturnal Combustion. I am Josh. I am here. I'm ready to party with Bob. That was Team B. Let's hear a few words from It's Alive Records, then round two, and Team B of the I Want to Party with Bob Trivia Challenge. It's Alive Records is an independent DIY and punk rock record label from Southern California that has quite the impressive list of releases. Here's a small sample of bands that have releases on It's Alive Records. City Mouse, The Murder Burgers, Real Sickies, The Creeps, The Stupid Daikini, Plow United, The Capitalist Kids, and more. You can check out It's Alive Records' catalog of releases on the following websites. The Bandcamp site is www.itsaliverecords.bandcamp.com or directly at www.itsaliverecords.com. Check out the merch section of the It's Alive website for some awesome t-shirts by bands such as The Copyrights, Crusades, Chinese Telephones, and more. It's Alive Records, keeping it real since 2004. Welcome to the I Want to Party with Bob Trivia Challenge featuring Paul, Matt, and Josh. All right, Matt, this is your buzzer. Oi, oi, all right. Uh, Paul, <laughs> this is your buzzer. Oh, Godzilla. And uh, Josh, this is your buzzer. All right, Shaggy. Shaggy, Josh. Perfect. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Round one, punk rock stuff. Question number one. Jeffrey Ross Hyman, Douglas Glenn Colvin, John Williams Cummings, and Thomas Erdely got together in 1974 and formed one of the most well-known, most emulated, and most beloved punk rock bands of all time. What band am I referring to? The Ramones, it is. Paul, good job. The Ramones, it is. Question number two. Name the town. This is a multiple choice question. What is the name of the town in New Jersey where the original Misfits were formed in 1977? Is it A, Passaic, New Jersey, B, Patterson, New Jersey, or C, Lodi, New Jersey? Lodi. Lodi, New Jersey. It is Lodi. Question number three. The Descendants released a record in 1987 that detailed a religion of sorts with commandments such as thou shalt not partake of decaf and thou shalt not suppress flatulence. What is the name of this religion? Theologistic. 
Yes, all or all logistics. Yes, indeed. And I'm not a loser. <laughs> are, are, are you sitting in a suburban home right now, though? Is what I want to know. You know, so of course I am. I like you. <laughs> Me too. Me too. Me too. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Question number four. This band formed in 1978 in Long Beach, California, and is unique for having two separate versions of the band. One version was active from 1978 to 1983. The second version of the band was active from 1983 until 1999, when the original version of the band regained the legal rights to the name. Now name that band. So they went, they got to go from TSOL to LOSC and back to TSOL. Oh, I'll accept, I'll accept that as an answer. Yes, <laughs> I will. Question number five, the band, the Dead Kennedys were no stranger to controversy throughout their career. One controversy the band had to deal with in 1986, the PMRC got involved in a criminal case against the Dead Kennedys due to a poster type of insert that was included in a Dead Kennedys record. This uh, very interesting poster was illustrated by H.R. Geiger and featured nine copulating penises and vaginas. One of the penises was wearing a condom. For the record, take note of that for whatever reason that you have. The members of the band and other parties involved in distributing this record were charged with distribution of harmful matter to minors. What record of the Dead Kennedys am I referring to? That was Franken Christ. That was Franken Christ. That was. And I was selling that record as a retailer at the time, and I had some furrowed eyebrows. I bet. (laughs) What is this record? Uh, Just don't open it in the store, okay? Take it home and uh, (laughs) call the label, not me. Question number six. Fanzines and punk rock go together like peanut butter and jelly sometimes. Speaking of controversy, like in the last question, one zine has had its share of controversy over the years. This quote-unquote Bible of punk has been accused of being the inspiration of an attack on Jello Biafra at Gilman Street in Berkeley in 1994. And singer Laura Jane Grace accused this zine of urging its readers to sabotage against me performances. Name this Northern California Bay Area based zine. Doinks. Maximum rock and roll. Maximum rock and roll. It is maximum rock and roll. Good job, Josh. Question number seven. The band X formed in 1977 in Los Angeles, California, and was fronted by a couple that were married from the years of 1980 to 1985. What are the names of the members of that couple? John Doe and Exine Cervenka. Matt, yes, it's almost like you studied for this, Matt, it sounds like in some ways. <laughs> question, question number eight. This Scottish band's fans are named after one of the band's songs. They're the Bami Ami. 
This band's debut full-length record was a reaction to critics who believed that the punk movement was dead, hence the album's title, Punk's Not Dead. Name this band. Yes, Paul. The Exploited. The Exploited. Yes, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Question number nine. Brothers Mark, Adam, and Sean Stern started the band Youth Brigade in Hollywood in the year 1980. The band released two versions of the full-length record, Sound and Fury, one in 1982 and one in 1983. Only four songs from the original Sound and Fury made it onto the second version of the record. A little confusing. I am getting to the point. The first song on side A of the 1983 or second version of Sound and Fury describes a natural disaster befalling California. Sort of a natural disaster. What is the name of this song? with California. As it falls into the sea. Yes, thank you, Matt. Very good. Question number 10. The band Dillinger 4 of Minneapolis, Minnesota released a record in 1998 that is a true modern-day punk rock classic. This record featured songs like Number 51, Dick Buckus, Portrait of the Artist as a Fucking Asshole, and Honey, I Shit the Hot Tub. Please name this record for me. Midwestern Songs of the Americas. Oh, good job, Josh. Yes, you got it. The final round, one big question left that's worth 20 points. Right now, Matt is in the lead with 70 points. Paul has 40 points, and Josh has 20 points. It looks like kind of a sure thing for Matt, but let's ask the question regardless. Here it is, the final question. This American singer, songwriter, dancer, and actress was born in Mississippi raised in Louisiana, and did time on the Mickey Mouse Club from 1992 until 1996. Known as the Princess of Pop, she has sold over 100 million albums worldwide to date. She might be most known for a series of possible mental breakdowns in 2006 and 2007. What has she been up to recently? Some people claim she spent part of 2019 either institutionalized or in rehab. Either way, she is on an indefinite hiatus as of January 4th of 2019. Who is the superstar performer? Britney Spears. Britney Spears, it is. Oi, 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 indeed. Yes, Britney. Okay, very good. Let's add them up. I thought it was Mike Muir. <laughs> that was a whole nother conversation. Okay. Wrong. Sorry. That was uh, incorrect. Um, let's total them up. Looks like Matt won with 90 points. Paul came in with 40. Josh with 20. Good effort, everybody. Great job. Matt, you are going home with a prize package of a record from Paper Street Cuts Records in San Diego, a bunch of stickers, and a bunch of other stuff. Thank you very much for playing everybody tonight. Uh, thank you for having me. All right. Thanks. You're welcome. You're welcome. Thank you thank guys very you. much. All right. Hey, can I plug my radio show? Of course you can. Yeah, yeah, of course. All right. So I do a weekly punk rock radio show called Nocturnal Combustion. 
It airs on Central Vermont's only low-power FM station, WFVR. You can tune in live Saturday nights from 9 to 11 Eastern Time uh, at WFVR.org, or you can go to WFVR.org and find the replay page and listen to last week's episode all week. Or you can move to Vermont and listen to it, right? You could definitely move to Vermont within a 15-mile radius of the radio station and listen to it there. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Later. Drunken Sailor Records is an independent DIY and punk rock record label from the UK that has quite the brilliant assortment of releases. Here's a small sample of bands that have releases on Drunken Sailor Records. Antibodies, The Cowboys, Dark Thoughts, Wonk Unit, Stay Clean, Jolene, Broccoli, Tilt Wheel, and more. You can check out Drunken Sailor Records' catalog of releases on the following websites. The Bandcamp site is www.drunkensailorrecords.bandcamp.com or directly at www.drunkensailorrecords.co.uk. The Drunken Sailor website has a huge catalog of releases by Drunken Sailor Records as well as many other fine record labels. So why don't you hop in your lorry, grab a lager, and check out Drunken Sailor Records today. Congratulations to Matt, the winner of Team B. That song you heard was the band that Matt is the main dude and singer in, Madison Bloodbath, and the song is called Tears for Beers. Congratulations, really, to everybody that participated. They all went home with a little something a download code from one of the record labels I mentioned back at the beginning that you've been hearing from throughout the episode. Speaking of which, 
Thank you so much to Paper Street Cuts, Dead Broke, Rad Girlfriend, It's Alive, Drunken Sailor, Recess, and La Escalera Records for providing the prizes for the I Want to Party with Bob Trivia Challenge. Yes, indeed, I do. I truly, truly appreciate it. Buy some records from these labels. They're all independent, all DIY labels that work super, super hard to bring you the best music around today. A huge thanks to Amanda, Cesar Ortiz, Duncan, Matt, Paul, and Josh for taking part in this first trivia challenge. You all rule, period. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you all for listening. Don't forget, subscribe, rate, and review the Bobcast wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm going to leave you with some words from our friends at Recess Records and one more Madison Bloodbath song for that champion of champions, Matt's Sail In, Stumble Out is the title of that song. Thank you for listening. Recess Records is an independent DIY record label from San Pedro, California, that has a huge, huge, huge assortment of releases. Here's a small sample of bands that have releases on Recess Records. Toys That Kill, Future Virgins, Pale Angels, Treasure Fleet, Underground Railroad to Candyland, The Bananas, FYP, and more. You, yes, that's you, can check out Recess Records' catalog of releases on the following websites. The Bandcamp site is www.recessrecords.bandcamp.com or go directly to the Recess Records website at www.recessrecords.com There is so, so much good stuff on the Recess Records website. You will be astounded. Clothing, records, CDs, cassette tapes, and more. Also, check out Todd from Toys That Kill and Recess Records Podcast, Terminal Island Lockdown Podcast, wherever fine podcasts are to be found.
lights pointed. Keep your red lights pointed south. Keep your red lights pointed. Keep your red-